Hey, how you doing? I'm Daniel Ruiz-Tyson. It is the 22nd of December, day 22 of Daniel Ruiz-Tyson's Advent Calendar, 24 daily podcast to take you right up to Christmas as I look to see if it is possible for me to ever love Christmas again like I did back in my younger days. I've had breakfast, I've had coffee, I've had lots of coffee, trying to wake myself up, not had a great night's sleep, And I've been thinking about the fact that, well, Christmas, this thing that I've been talking about non-stop for the last three weeks, it's almost upon us now. This new revived countdown of mine this year may have lacked the intensity of the old countdowns of yesteryear. There's been no Kid Cop, there's been no Sabucho, there's been no Star Wars football final on Christmas Eve, though it could be argued this calendar has replaced the daily festive comics I used to turn out. But revisiting these old golden age Christmases, remembering them, remembering my love for them, I feel quite lucky that I was that kind of person who put so much into Christmas because even when I was estranged from the period post-91, I always had that. No one can take that away from me. And I think the lost Christmases, the realisation that in those Christmases when I, like many, many people during the Great Recession, was so down on my luck, the realisation that I was lucky enough to experience the kindness of strangers and more than glimpse, perhaps, the true meaning of Christmas, that goodwill, it means that I now see Christmas in a more positive light. It doesn't bother me that Christmas is here. It doesn't bother me, that is, in a bad way. And I don't think that would have happened without me doing this series of daily podcasts. I think that's what this show has done for me. I can carry that with me into next year. Every day I open a door to my advent calendar. If you're listening to this on iTunes, then visit holdfastnetwork.com where you'll be able to see the pictures behind the doors each day. Behind today's door, first of all, I should say this is probably the day I've been most looking forward to talking about. I am really excited, actually, about telling you about the 22nd of December 1989. And behind today's door is a poster for a Lasky's store in the run-up to Christmas. Lasky's were a big chain of electronic stores among the biggest in the UK that disappeared in the early 90s. And for many years, the 22nd of December 1989 was among the greatest days I'd ever experience top three or four greatest days of my life probably even now it was the age of enlightenment at mayflower communism was crumbling i'd begun shaving finally i'd managed to get myself excused from my spanish national service on health grounds and was exacerbating an already fragile relationship with my dad by refusing to do up the belt on my new raincoat i was into the third month of my 11 years of sleeping on the Z bed With our two-year marital bed-sharing period now at an end, there was a growing distance between my dad and I. The VHS recorder had arrived in September 89, and this had been something of a watershed moment. I'd bought it with my own money, earned whilst working at Woolworths in Clapham Junction, store 34. It was an exciting time, probably the greatest year of my life. I was 
back in college, trying to ignore the fact my dad was also attending the same college as he eased himself into the sixth of his 18 years there. I had the Saturday job, I now had my own bed too. It was a beautiful life. Watching videos on our 14-inch portable colour Sony TV bought expressly for the purpose of watching the 1978 New Faces final wasn't working though. We finally needed a bigger TV, something my dad had long resisted. For some reason he didn't like big TVs, even when Christopher Richardson came round to Mayflower back in 86 and mocked our 14-inch portable TV at school the following day, my dad still resisted. My dad had responded to my VHS recorder purchase with his 12-foot adjustable cloak rail, hugely unpopular at Mayflower. None of us liked feeling like we were living in a cloakroom. So I think my dad realised he needed a big extravagant purchase, a marquee signing to reassert his place in the hierarchy in our cramped abode. And a big TV was the perfect repast to my VHS recorder. On the night of the 21st of December 1989, my dad gave me £700 in cash to go out and buy a big TV. I'd never seen that much money before. I don't think my dad had seen that much money before. I don't even think I've seen that much money since. I was given a brief of what to look for and that I was expected to bring some of that money back. On the morning of Friday the 22nd of December 1989, I set off from Mayflower, walking southbound first to call round for my great childhood friend, Neil Nelly Jenkins, who lived in Clapham. Neil was probably the first great friend I made at school. I was in the infants. I had started in the uh, January term, as Neil had. We were in different classes, though. Nelly uh, was in my cousin's class. And uh, in February 77, it was his fifth birthday. I remember his mum coming up to my aunt in the school playground to invite my cousin over. My aunt said, well, if my son comes, my nephew has to come. I went along with my cousin to Nellie's fifth birthday and we just hit it off straight away. We became great friends. So I called round for Nellie. We got on the tube to the West End. I think we started at Oxford Circus and worked our way down towards Tottenham Court Road. We both started off with the record shops. We were big music buyers. My musical tastes, though, were appalling. Normally in a family, it's the older sibling who influences the younger siblings' musical taste. In my family, it was the other way round. I really did buy a lot of rubbish in the 80s. You know, I was buying stuff like Five Star. You know, my tastes were very commercial. You know, Nelly and my sister, between them, both got my musical tastes uh, into a much better state. Through Nelly, I got into the Pixies almost immediately. Um, he got me into Led Zeppelin. He really did love his music and to this day still loves his music. That day, he persuaded me to buy The Cure's Disintegration, still one of the greatest albums I'd ever heard. I'd been getting into The Cure that summer, which was the summer of the Batman film, but uh, Disintegration ensured I got into them in a bigger way. To this day, it remains one of the greatest albums I've ever Bought. And when I listen to it, it always reminds me of Nelly and the 22nd of December 1989. 
So we finished buying the music, we finished buying the uh, other Christmas presents we had to buy, and we went down to Tottenham Court Road to hunt down the TV. I was very excited, especially so at the prospect of having Teletext. Some of my friends already had it by then. I really wanted Teletext. It was the internet of its day in terms of it, you know, the access it gave you to football results, especially. Eventually, we ended up at Lasky's. We went upstairs straight away. I think I spotted this massive 32-inch Sony CRT, a beast of a TV, came with what would be our first ever remote control. I fell in love with it. I blew all of the money. It was £700, dead on. We struggled for a cab. They had to call us a saloon cab. Uh, You know me in cars. I don't even know if that's the right term. But uh, the first cab that came couldn't accommodate the television even when we got the saloon cab, the cabbie was complaining he couldn't see out of the back. We got home, it was dark, we'd been out most of the day, I still had to go to work that evening. Nelly and I struggled up the stairs with it. Our entrance was further complicated by the 12-foot cloak rail that my dad had installed in September of that year. So we were struggling for space I remember with the TV, there were so many little exciting things that I didn't understand about it. I remember there was a little squiggly thing in the corner. I don't know if it was the top right corner or the bottom right corner that indicated when the adverts were coming up. I remember the excitement of just having this instant access to Teletext. And I would uh, annoy my dad no end, constantly checking up the football to see how Liverpool uh, were doing. I remember after taking the TV up into Mayflower... Nelly and I got a bus from Clapham Road. I remember him getting off on Clapham High Street to go home and I went on to work. The store was absolutely rammed and there was a power cut that night. So they had to close the store early and I was pretty glad about that because I was absolutely shattered. They kept us in to still replenish the shelves but the fact that we didn't have to deal with customers that night, that was a good thing for me. Looking back now, the whole day it was just it was just beautiful it was just it was a it was a magical time of my life i can still visualize nelly waving at me and smiling with his big mop of hair and he was the first among my uh friends that i'd grown up with to be able to grow a beard i remember one time he came to wait for me outside woolworths and this girl said to me Danny, your dad's waiting for you outside he looked so much older than the rest of us he was taller than the rest of us that friendship by that time was winding down it was that thing you know that happens when you and your childhood friends start growing apart you both have different interests you're starting to meet new friends as you go to college you're doing subjects that you both have an interest in so you're starting to meet people that you're bonded together by mutual interests which you don't necessarily share with your childhood friends and so a brilliant 12 year friendship effectively came to an end in terms of its intensity that day it was a brilliant sign-off from Nelly though for me it wasn't really about the tv it was about the day the memory it gave me one of the greatest christmas adventures of my life a time when i still more than loved the period enough to throw myself into christmas shopping when those west end streets were packed when there was the threat of a, the IRA bombs. None of that mattered to me. I wanted to leave my Christmas shopping as late as possible. I was always chasing a Christmas memory. 
and few were better than the 22nd of December 1989. Let's do this again tomorrow. Daniel Ruiz Tyson's Advent Calendar is a Holdfast Network production. Visit holdfastnetwork.com or download the show on iTunes. For more of Daniel's work, visit 1607westegg.wordpress.com and you can follow him on Twitter at 1607westegg.